0: Hello and welcome to uh, the AIS Arena for tonight's WMBL matchup between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Adelaide Lightning. Last year, the game was the 21st anniversary of the Canberra Transact Capitals. The AIS Arena was on fire that night, literally, and we moved the game down to the training hall. Michelle Hockey, you called that game with me on that occasion, and it was quite an atmosphere, everyone crowding around the crowd, from the AS Arena down there at the training hall on that occasion. It
1: was. It was quite an event. And it was um, I don't think Chris Lucas was too happy to see that game transfer to the uh, training hall. But no, it was a, a good night of basketball. And it was great to have so many people crammed in and just create that atmosphere. It was fantastic.
0: What a difference 12 months makes because on that occasion it was an American AB that lit up the floor and she really gave a display of what power basketball was all about. Tonight we're faced with a Canberra transat Capitals that have sent their US import home after Jackie Styles just
2: could not
1: get through that injury buffer. That's right, and what a shame that Jackie Styles wasn't able to really play out here. Um, it would have been great for women's basketball to see a player who really just hasn't had the opportunity to show what a fantastic player she was you know she absolutely dominated the American college ball system and came out rookie of the year first year in the WNBA won it over our very own Lauren Jackson but just wasn't able to um, ward off injury and has had a really a, a hampered career since then and was hoping that this was going to be her, um, I guess, leading back into the professional leagues. And unfortunately for her, she's gone home. Unfortunately for the Capitals and for the Canberra crowds, they're not going to see Jackie Stiles play anymore.
0: That's right. But we will see a great game tonight. I spoke to the coach of the Adelaide Lightning, Chris Lucas, and Eleanor Sharp ahead of tonight's match-up. All right, Eleanor Sharp. Uh, second week in the coach's seat for Sandy Tomley, and well, obviously you want to turn around the form of the caps from last week as well. Yeah,
2: that's right. Last week was um, quite a disappointing weekend for the caps. Um, two losses and a the Melbourne road trip is not what uh, we hoped for So this week Adelaide will be a really tough But I think um, clear indication of where we stand and, and whether we're capable of coming back And, and uh, you know whether we, can, whether we are one of those top teams that, uh, that we'd like to think we are in this week
0: Few injury concerns, a bit of a walking wound And Natalie has twisted her ankle quite badly after standing on game didn't affect her in State League during the week, though, where she uh, lit up the floor. But Kelly Abrams is still hurting.
2: Kelly Abrams seems to recover quite well from her ankle injury. Um, she just twisted it at the end of the ball game last week, but she seems to be fine now. She's a pretty tough customer. Um, Natty Hurst, likewise, she's uh, had some foot issues as well this week, but um, same again. You know, these athletes are tough and, and they manage their injuries well for the most part. Um, And she's had some busy over for the game, and and she looks right to go. Well,
0: hopefully Tracy will find her a game up against her old club. She always loves to play.
2: Yeah, she certainly gets fired up the old Trace, the the Adelaide game, which is great. I think she's definitely got... I I don't think Tracy actually has a point to prove to anyone anymore. She's she's certainly proved that point. But um, there's uh, nothing like coming up against the club that really... um, you know, didn't show her a lot of respect, I think, for, for many years. So, um, yeah, look out for Big Trace and sure she'll have a good one.
0: All the best for you, uh, How many more weeks, Casey, this is it for
2: you? Uh, another two. Another two. And okay, then it's back to the agency, I'm actually sort of mixing both at the moment. And um, next week I'll be... 13. Next week I'll be doing a little bit of both again. We've got Sydney on the Thursday night and that'll actually be the televised game. So, um... <laughs> well, no, not exactly. But it might be a bit impossible. But, uh, Yeah, look, it should be... Next week should be a good one as well. All of it. Great, you.
0: Chris Lucas, your team's been travelling very nicely so far through the season, but a bit disappointing that Aaron Phillips couldn't make the trip to Canberra for this weekend's doubleheader.
3: Oh, look, every team has uh, injuries, and at the end of the day, you, you know you've got depth in your squad, and you've got to show belief in that. And uh, you know we're not about one player, so you know we worry about the group
0: it does affect your rotations through those guard positions though? Oh,
3: absolutely. It affects every team when you lose players like that but at the end of the day, I'd you know, if you're not fit to play, you're not fit to play.
0: And probably a good luxury to be in, be able to rest it before you do go into playoffs.
3: Oh, look, I, I think this playoff talk is still a little bit early. I think there's still a couple more games that you need to get under the belt and, you know, the, the top four is not set steady at this point, so yeah, we haven't even talked about that, to be quite honest.
0: Importantly, you can lock out the series against the Capitals tonight and go 2-0 at the end of it.
3: Oh, look, uh, everybody wants to win series, and I'm sure that uh, Canberra is going to come out pretty hard after the results last weekend. We've talked about that. We're expecting that. And uh, they're on their home court, so we know it's a challenge for us.
0: Well, last time you played here, you brought down the house. Yeah, it was a fire night, and you had to finish at that training hall. Hopefully, it won't be eventful tonight.
3: Yeah, look, I was pretty impressed with that night. I'm uh, not sure that the game should have been shifted over there, but, you know, you just, you know, with the league the way it is and the finances, we just have to go with it.
0: Well, all the best for tonight. Thank you. Well, the coaches have both highlighted where they have got some, uh, well, They've got some worries. Of course, for El and Phillips not being in this Adelaide side, that is a big rotational change that they will have to
1: make. Oh, look, and Phillips is just a phenomenal player, and she provides so much leadership um, and perseverance and determination to that Adelaide outfit that they will really miss her this evening. And, you know, she... um. I mean, you know, there's some good quality players there that they'll take on some re- uh, responsibility and leadership out there on the floor. But Alan- Aaron Phillips, sorry, is just a class act, and so unfortunately for Adelaide, they don't have it. But. Thankfully, for the Capitals, because she creates some headaches for any team that she plays against.
0: We're about to get underway. Tracy Beattie in the centre circle, up against Rebecca Dukes, the girl with white line fever, my favourite <laughs> player in the defence job, WNBL for sure. It's Tracy Beattie in the centre with Tully with Jess Bibby, Kelly Abrams, and Abby Bishop. And it's Beattie who puts a big slap on the ball into the backcourt. It's Carrie Abrams who will take it up for the first time. Goes to the right-hand wing, then kicks it back to Bevilacqua at the point. Left side, it's Bishop... Uh, sorry, it's Bibby, drives into the key. Shot doesn't fall, and it's Foley. Jess Foley, her first appearance back in the nation's capital since leaving the AIS some three years ago. Foley with Duke over the top, into the corner, woos them. It's Beattie watching her, former teammate. Woosnam drives baseline, kick out, going to Narelle Lindsay, the former flame. She gets the ball on the front of the rim, but Beattie will slap it over the baseline. It's Lindsay Foley, Garn, Duke, and also Woosnam, the starting five, for Adelaide tonight. They have the ball on the front court from the baseline. They kick it long down the back to the number of Sam Woosnam who has come back from that knee reconstruction, extremely strong. Woosham now fakes the pass left, goes right to Foley, goes then off to the left side now. On the 45, Woosham starts a drive, Bishop gets a piece of her as she goes for the layup, and we'll see Woosem at the line for the first score of the match. We've seen one minute go and yet no real open looks yet.
1: No, that's right. I'm interested in the Capitals defence. They seem to have certainly come out with a lot of intensive intensity defensively so that's a good sign because really that will generate so much opportunity for them in the offensive end which is um, you know, they've had two losses on the road recently. They really need to step it up at that end of the floor.
0: Woosnum hits the first and the second to take the, ca- the Adelaide Lightning to two to lead Here with nine minutes and five seconds left on the clock. Around the arc, Beattie now to Bibby. On the left side, it's Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua bounce pass into Bishop, who has the ball slapped away by Duke. Bevilacqua goes in again, gets the slap away, but Lindsay's good enough to get back onto it. And Lindsay now over the top. Duke in the paint is Garn, and Garn's one they're going to have to watch closely tonight.
1: She certainly will make good position down in that post, and if they can find her, then, uh, you know, that's a good offensive threat from um, Adelaide
0: Around the arc now on the right wing it is Bevel Ackler to Abrams on the left 45 and she lights up with a three after a disappointing last week, last weekend I am sure that Kelly Abrams will get plenty of confidence out of that one tonight
1: That's right, I mean Kelly's the sort of player that she's experienced to know that she'll just bounce back and if she does all the little stuff her game will start to come back for her
0: as Adelaide, set up in the front court again. It's Woosnum, top of the key, driving in on Beatty. She Great does a good job. job there. She kept the dribble, but actually stopped momentum.
1: That's right, and she used her body extremely well to be able to get a shot off over the big shot blocker in Tracy Beatty.
0: Woosnam now moves to four points for the game as Bishop in the paint. It bounced three or four times on the ring. Garn hit the ground, but the ball spilled away from Bishop's grasp and Lindsay comes up with it again. Again, the Capitals fell into this trap and they've fallen through the trap all season of rushing the shot. In the front court. Now it's Woosnam again taking on Beattie. Woosnam driving down the lane into the baseline. She tried to continue to drive baseline then bounce it across the gun. It got blocked by Bishop and the rebound. We'll see. Oh, left-handed Jay from
1: Bibby. What a great play. Classic Bibby, you know. She's just going to go hard and she's got such great balance in the air that she can just finish off those shots so nicely.
0: It is the Capitals defending once again. Garn trying to put the layup up. That time Bishop blocks the shot away. It's over the baseline. And Donna Loftagan will come in. For Tracy Beattie as Beatty takes a break at 7 minutes 13 seconds left to go in the first turn Well, that's
1: not surprising because, as you would expect, Sam Woosnam would be taking the ball at Tracy. She's got a bit more mobility than Tracy does, and Donna will give a bit of mess, m- match up on uh, Woosnam. Woos-
0: Woosnam gets the inbound pass, shoots up the three, then goes straight after Bevelacqua, who got the rebound, almost stripped her, but was going to go all the way, no, backs out. Doesn't go first time. Drives baseline on Duke. Kick out to Bibby. Bibby's shot from three point arc. Isn't good, but Woosnum and Duke wrestle with it himself. And to see it scrubbed out over the baseline. And it will be a caps ball in the offense with 24 seconds reset on the shot clock.
1: It was good boards by uh, uh, Adelaide. They had good position, but just weren't able to come up with it.
0: Bibby gets the inbound pass, and the Jackson play is executed.
1: (laughs) We're so used to seeing that. It's good to see that the Capitals are running it without Jackson on the floor.
0: That's it. 7-6. Capitals lead by one here with 6 minutes 40 left to go in the turn. Lindsay kicks it left side to Garn. Garn drives a left lane. It's opened up for her. And nothing that Bishop could do that time. She scores the D. She scores the point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Look, Adelaide offensively, their bigs are just taking the ball at our bigs. They're putting it on the floor and penetrating hard, and that's creating some real problems for us at the defensive end. So the Capitals will have to adjust to that.
0: Will indeed. Caps trail by one at the moment as they turn it over again in the front court. Woosnam brings it down. Loft take watching her, goes right side to Garn. Garn puts the ball on the floor, kicks left to Duke. Duke now goes past Bevelacqua, drives the lane. Bevelacqua got a piece of the arm. Not called, but Duke gets her own air ball. Not bad play there. Kick-out was to Lindsay. Lindsay goes hard, trips over Bishop. Her shot doesn't land. Bibby comes up with a rebound. Quick transition to abrams who is in the layup and Duke is just laid in there that's the white line fever we love
1: that is classic rebecca Duke. i think chris lucas would be a little upset with that well lack of call at their end of the floor and then you know it's not to say Duke didn't foul abrams down here but at the same time you would have to think there was similar level of contact contact at the um adelaide offensive end
0: yes abrams makes the first moves the four points for the game we're all tied up here at eight points apiece 5.57 left to go in the first term. It's <laughs> a lead for the Caps by one as Abrams is finding her range from the charity stripe. 9.85. 50 as Woosden brings it back. Woosem carrying a lot of the ball. You'd think Lindsay would be doing some of that work. Yes, she's got a big job on Loft and Beatty tonight. Foley has it stripped by Bevilacqua. Foley now turns, tries to pick up the dribble. Bevilacqua stops as She almost travels. Goes to Garn down the left lane. Bishop bodies into her. No call on the play. Loft Hagen manages to keep Lofthagen boxed out. Sorry, keep uh, Woosden boxed out. Transition. Abrams into the corner. Bibby for three, bang, she pulls the trigger and makes it happen for the Capitals.
1: That's right, good transition basketball from the Canberra Capitals there, and that came from really solid, intense physical defence, so if they can continue to do that at one end of the floor and then convert at the other end of the floor, Adelaide will be in for a real contest tonight. It is going to be an interesting one as Dee Ramford waits for her her
0: chance to, to uh, to... get into the game, she was up there just looking at you for a minute there, I think she was going to give you a wave 12 points to 8, as the Capitals lead by 4 at the timeout. and really, both teams have just settled down quite nicely although the Caps I still think are rushing their plays up in the front court. Yeah, they are
1: a little bit and I think that, you know, as the game wears on, they will become a little more relaxed with what they're doing, they're obviously feeling it, they haven't been in good form you know, they're not playing well, so you know, if they can just take some Time, get some boys offensively and you know when they you know that last transition play was classic basketball and that's what they're so good at it's just whether they can actually you know apply themselves mentally to be able to do that tonight because when you win rough patches and when you're going through a hard time it's really difficult to stay with the disciplined ball
0: Lindsay Duke, Garn, and Foley return to the floor for Adelaide Lightning as Bevilacqua, Lockhagen, Bishop Abrams and Bibby do the same for the Capitals so they don't change the lineup. just Chris Lucas wanted to talk to the girls to uh, settle them down
1: That's right, I mean they've got a good group out there it's not to so say they don't have people on the bench who can do the job, but you know their, their strength is out on the floor at the moment
0: Foley has to pull up at Abrams then goes across to Woosnam again Hagen watching her but she's out at the centre circle, has to go right side on the 45, Garn tries to take off Abby Bishop and Bishop has just she was backing away but just got into the cylinder (laughs) as they call it and the foul has been called her second for abby bishop that'll get abby to sit down and uh Kylie Langley heads out there. And her defence has been very strong this season.
1: Yes, it has, and and you know she's renowned for her defensive game, and it's been good this season to see her put a little bit of an offensive spin on the game. She
0: rolled off Garn that time, put a good uh, put a good defence up in front of Foley, who couldn't get the shot away. Unfortunately, touch on the play by the Caps, and it'll be over the baseline. Twenty-one seconds left on the shot clock. Five minutes and five seconds left to go in the quarter.
1: Lauren King's just come in for Rebecca Duke, so she's a renowned shooter. The Capitals will have to watch her.
0: Garn gets the Inbound pass, puts up the air ball, Bibby's off to the races, down the right wing she goes, kicks it into Langue. kicks it back out again, that's the problem, Kylie needs to hit that shot.
1: Kylie, absolutely. Not only does she need to look to uh, hit that shot, she needs to actually look to take it in the first instance. She was like, panic in the eyes. Um, I'm not going to take this one. So she really needs to be an offensive threat out there.
0: Yes, gets the inbound pass, goes back to Bevelacqua. Bibby gets to the left, uh, right elbow and gets the shooter's roll.
1: And that's, you know, Bibby needs to do that strong flash cut action to the nice. foul line, find the open shot, knock it down.
0: Right side, it's Lindsay with Bibby watching her, but off the ball, I think Donna Loftagan's picked up her first foul. So it will be Sam Woosnam, who has uh, managed to draw the foul out of her, not into the bonus. So only three team fouls on the capital at the moment, but Loftagan will need to be careful with that.
1: Absolutely, our bigs will need to be very careful with their fouls this evening.
0: Inbound pass, goes to the back of the front court and it goes to Garner. Inside to Foley, Abrams slaps her on the arm, points count
1: and it will be
0: Foley going to the line.
1: Danger time for the Capitals here. I think that's their fourth um, foul (laughs) for the quarter. Um, You know, Four and a half minutes to go. They really don't want to be in a position where every time they come down the floor they're putting the Adelaide Lightning to the line because it's easy money.
0: Foley takes a time and converts the bonus. So, Jess Foley moves to three points for the game. As it's there, Kylie Lange again. They're giving her opportunities in the key there. And I guess Adelaide just aren't going to man up on her in the paint when they know that she's not going to take the shot. Well, that's right. You can afford to take a step back. King drives baseline and makes the play. So, Lauren King gets her first points for the game. Quick transition. Abrams doesn't mind having a look when she's in the paint. And Abrams moves to seven points for the game.
1: Look, the Capitals are really quick up and down the floor in transition, which is great to see. And Donna Lottagin steals the ball off Grusom. King takes it back off Bibby and King converts. Yeah, that was unfortunate because we could have had a, um, a conversion off of a steal there. But, uh, you know, Lauren King picked Bibby's pocket and away you go layup.
0: Bevelacqua comes down the right wing, goes to Abrams, then back out. Bevelacqua, Lost Hagen, then Bibby. Bibby with D for watching her. Bibby from the top of the key. Air ball is touched away. Referee on the side, and I just can't pick up who that is, has overruled and said it's a capped ball as Sam Woosnam sits down with three minutes 32 left to go in the first term and into the game former capital Ned Cooper yeah first game back for Nerida it's Bibby getting fouled no King got all ball there as she slapped away and blocked the shot so Beattie now goes back out Woosnam sits down and that's the time to pull the trigger and get some real height out there you'd
1: imagine that um you know Beattie's straight out there she'll be matching up on Nerida Cooper they know Well, they know each other's games reasonably well, so...
0: Biddy puts up the shot from the elbow. Good work from Loft Hagen. She faked the shot, let Kim come over the top, drew the foul and put it in.
1: Yeah, that's good patience in the paint there. It's really difficult when you're a big girl and there's a lot of physical contact to retain that sort of poise and composure and actually get the other people up in the air. So that was good work from Loft Hagen.
0: Only the second team foul on the Adelaide Lightning. They've played a very good brand of basketball so far. Loft Hagen makes the bonus. Inbound pass goes from Gander. Bowley, full court pressure now. That leaves Garn open as Loftagen came off her, goes out to Ramford, back inside to Cooper, but that's Loftagen getting a hand in on the pass, goes to Biddy. Now Biddy's off to the races, gives it to Abrams, jump shot from the left elbow is good.
1: Capitals are looking really good in their transition game, so if they can continue to keep the defensive pressure up and make some. Um, steals and in getting to transition then I think they're really going to be tough for Adelaide Renford
0: so fakes the three then goes across again to Cooper who has the ball stolen from her that time was Bevilacqua reaching in, so not an auspicious welcome back to the AS Arena for the former championship-winning capital. Abrams down on the right wing, bounce pass into the corner. Lob over the top from Bevilacqua. That'll give Bebe plenty of confidence as she gets the layup.
1: That's right. And a smart basketball by the Capitals. They saw Tracy down in the post. They moved the ball, got it to and got a good angle for sort the... Of
0: Garn does the same. Flash cut to the basket and receives the pass from King. Makes the points. Garn now moves to six points for the game. As Abrams from the left corner lights up again with a second three-pointer of the game. Wow, this game
1: is just going at such a pace tonight. You know, it's like they're just up and down the floor. There's quick transition basketball and strong penetration. It's really good to see.
0: Garn goes to Ranford now. Back to Garn. Lob over the top. Foley gets it. Turns. Fine. Beatty in a. Cooper and
1: Abrams,
0: no, Cooper and Bevilac have hit the deck, Bevilac with first touch on the deck, 1 minute 57 left to go in the first term, the game what's has started. What's that
1: Craig, what's that? The game has started. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, I, I really think that the Capitals' rotation defensively has been outstanding, they are hustling hard and, whoops, speak of rotation, that was pretty poor but... <laughs>
0: oh, big block shot from... Tracy Beatty as Nerida Cooper just put it in her hands. Natalie Hurst has come in along with. Uh, uh, who's that other sub that I saw a few moments ago? Sorry, I missed it. As we get back to play, caps don't score down in the front court, so defence is strong by Adelaide. Garn gets it top of the key. Looking around, goes left side for Ramford. She can light up a three, puts up an air ball, and Lindsay has oh. her foot on the line and a touch on it. So Hurst, who had gone to ground with the ball, will uh, see the Caps get it from the baseline.
1: Yeah, look, the Caps are in a good position here. They're nine points up with one and a half minutes to go. If they can retain this lead into the quarter, they'll be very happy with the first half.
0: Lob over the top goes to Beattie. Over the top, no. She put it up and across the hoop. Garn comes down with it, gives it to Lindsay, kicks it down the court. Now to Ranford. Ranford goes across to Garn. Garn puts the ball on the floor. Loft Hagen watching her. Left side is Cooper. Cooper, cross court. Bevel Aquard gets in the way. Rampant slaps it in as she's falling out of court. Bevel Aquard was good enough to get it. Gives it to Bibby. Bibby down into the paint. Makes the shot.
1: Yeah. And again, I think Capitals, is, you know, they're scoring so well in transition that the Adelaide Lightning really have to come up with a bit of defensive transition than they have at the moment. Well, the
0: last uh, three or four rounds they've been playing just a stop game, no mm. transition. They've really surprised Adelaide tonight with a fast break game. Mm. Cooper for three, off the side of the iron and Hurst is going to clean it up. Oh, Works well on the baseline, gets the pass away to Bevel Aqua, who brings it straight down the centre, takes on Lindsay, Cooper gets a slap on the ball and the turnover is effective. Ramford's mugged and jump ball called by Claire Stevens,
1: and... Uh, well, well, she's been how? overruled again. Travis Haslam is into Travis, overruling this right. evening. Yeah. <laughs> He's overruled and called a foul on uh, Tracy Beattie on that occasion. Fair
0: yeah. call. Travis was in the best position. He, he was certainly front and centre was, there. Yeah. Uh, all Claire could see was the jump ball, the ball being locked up.
1: That's right. That's so exactly right. Three
0: refs is the uh, is it the reason for this uh, correct calling
1: tonight. <laughs> well, there's still three quarters to go. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Ramford. Well, it's not a it's not an expensive foul so far as Ramford hits the front of the iron, where we've got the Canberra Times protecting us and the referees' advisor tonight, so, Julia White's doing a great job for the Crime, and uh, she she's going to referee the fight between us and the uh, and the Observer. It is Abrams in the front court as Ramford only made no couldn't convert this time. The foul is on Natalie Hurst. Carol Lindsay,
1: I think, has been called for that one. looked like a body foul on the penetration there. I think they've called it early. I'm not sure they'll send it to the line. I don't know. They will. They will send it to the line. Yeah.
0: 28 play 17 here with 5.6 seconds left to go. And Natalie, well, someone's put some glad wrap over that ring That's for the right. shooters at the moment. Hurst puts up the second, and it's all net. Hurst gets her first points for the game, and Adelaide, they have to go on a fast break. Hurst is watching Lindsay all the way. She goes, not able. I think uh, Cooper tried to alley-oop it back in when she thought it wasn't going, but it wasn't to be. And at quarter time, it is to 29-17. The Capitals leading by 12 here at the AAS Arena. No sign of fires. We haven't had Lauren Jackson out with the fire extinguisher tonight.
1: Not yet, not yet. That's all right. It's interesting. I, I think, you know, the Capitals would be really pleased with that, that lead in quarter time, you know, 12 points. And I was a little worried midway through the, uh, the first quarter in that the Capitals were sitting in the bonus situation and they played some really smart, disciplined basketball to ensure that they didn't actually get um, into a position where they were putting Adelaide on the line each time... Down the floor. So that's a real positive for Canberra, particularly from their big, you know, Bishop and um, uh, uh, the Bishop in particular has had some foul problems throughout this season, so some really good discipline. So
0: good to see uh, presentation being made on the centre of the AS Arena, I just uh, didn't quite pick up who that was for there, but.
1: It looks like Daisy Summers. It is is Daisy Summers who often sings the national anthem at um, games, but I'm not entirely sure what that award is for.
0: So, as the Capitals will, well, we can't quite read it from here, but uh, it is uh, the Capitals with a 12 point lead. Effective transition basketball was the story of the first quarter for the Capitals. Nothing that Adelaide was really doing wrong, they're just probably lacking the little general in Aaron Phillips and they just have to work out how they're just going to adapt to having their... uh they general and chief off the court. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, you know, Erin gives them so much in terms of her leadership. But not only that, she's a player who says, Radio, you know, I'm going to take this game by the scruff of the neck and I'm going to control it. And if if they're, def- if, you know, if they come down the floor a couple of times and they really need a score, in many ways she's their go-to player. They'll just call flats or whatever it is that they want to run and they'll just isolate her to go tough to the basket. And So they really are missing her tonight. I mean, you know, they've got some good... you know. Lindsay's been around for a very long time in this league. She's probably not the player she was several years ago, but um, you know, so there's some, still some players out there on the floor for them.
0: The Lightning shooting seven from 19, Caps 11 from 21. So both teams getting good looks at the uh, at the basket as we're underway once again here in the second quarter. It is Adelaide's ball, Foley dribbling it around, trying to get away from Abrams. Abrams, Loftagen, Hurst, Bibby and Beattie out there. Loftagen steals it away from Garn but it's over the baseline and it is the, oh well here's the stats now. As uh, Narell Lindsay goes inbound to Woosnum, Woosnum gets the drive kick out to Foley for three off the back of the iron and Loftagen will do the rebounding. So Hagen gives it to Hurst to bring it down the floor as it's Abrams on the left side. Over the top to Beattie, baseline right side. Then it's across to Bibby. Bibby for another three. Beattie is pumped out of the court by Woosnam as she was trying to go for that rebound. And it will be an Adelaide ball from the baseline. 29-17, no change to the quarter time score as we are nine minutes and 20 seconds left to go. To the halftime break, Woosham carrying the ball again, going, driving left lane, on oh, Beattie. Beattie, another block shot, she kicked out the pass to Hurst but Lindsay gets in the way, Woosnam gets it back in the corner, Foley fakes the three-point, drives in, Beattie tried to get a piece of that, but couldn't do it in time, or couldn't get enough on it to stop it from falling.
1: That's right, it was good penetration from Jess Foley there, she just took it hard to the basket.
0: Three points for the game, sorry, five points for the game for Jess Foley. Great defence on her. Hurst kicks it over to the right wing, gives it to Abrams, then off to Bibby.
1: Kick out back for Abrams for three. Bang! She pulls the trigger and that's her third for the game. Yeah, she's 100% 100 from the three-point line now. Interestingly for the first quarter, the Capitals shot at 75% from the three-point range um, and the Adelaide Lightning had as many shots from three-point range but didn't convert any of them. So that's one interesting stat from the
0: first quarter. Garn almost got stripped by Loft Hagen again as Woosem gets it back. She tries to drive on Beatty. That time it didn't drop. Beatty slaps it away, gives it to Bibby. Bibby kick out to Hurst. Hurst doesn't think about shooting, he just gives it to Beatty. But Beatty just a bit too lackadaisical. And Lauren King comes up with the rebound, gives it to Woosem who carries the ball back. Tradition has been furious Foley over the top to Gann Abrams watching her, she got Abrams to move, then rolled away and hit an easy J in the paint.
1: Yeah, it was a nice little move in the paint there from her
0: 8 points for the game for Tracy Garn as uh, it is her, sets up left side, gives it to Bibby, she had an eternity to pull the trigger on the 3 point shot rattles out and moves them. does the rebounding just concerned here, not very much aggression in the box out there from the Caps in offence
1: no, there wasn't. And I've noticed that um, Adelaide have actually gone to a Zion. That'll be an attempt to stop him.
0: Abram, oh, sorry, Hurst that time getting slapped. I don't know if the points will count. It is Hurst getting her first personal foul. Natalie Hurst, I think. Well, timeout called time by the Capitals.
1: I'd imagine Harry will be wanting to talk about the switch up in defence that Adelaide has got here. They've gone to a zone uh, probably in an attempt to try and slow down the Canberra Capitals' transition game which has really hurt them in the first quarter So I'd be thinking that Harry will be talking to the Caps here about you know, what they're going to do to try and counteract the zone. Yes.
0: 32 plays 21, so the gap from quarter time has come down to 11 points.
1: Well, that's right. And, and interestingly, in the first quarter here, if you have a look at, you know, you've got Aaron Phillips out who is not, all, not only a fantastic offensive player and a great leader on the floor, but really is a defensive stopper. If you look at the scorers for the Capitals in the first quarter, it's just Bibby and Kelly Abrams. And in any game, Phillips would be matched up on one or the other of those. And so they're obviously getting a little bit more license than they're used to against the Adelaide Lightning.
0: Yeah, it looks like Rebecca Duke's going to be subbed in here after this timeout, as will uh, Tali Bevilacqua, Bevilacqua coming in for Jess Bibby. So, interesting rotations now, the Caps have said all year they lose nothing by whatever combination of guards they run on the floor, and that has been proved by the, uh, the scoring, certainly at home games away, it is a huge worry for the Capitals at the moment.
1: Oh, the, the Capitals are really in, um, in trouble on the road at this point in time. And, uh, you know, they need to come away. We've got two tough games in the lead-up to the Christmas break. And they really, you know, ideal situation, get them both, Sydney and Adelaide. They're both sitting above them on the ladder. But, you yep. know, they have to at least get one.
0: Lindsay's going to the line here. She makes the shot. And Lindsay making the first. She'll go for the second. And it's in the air. All net. Well, actually, it rattled on the iron a bit, but it looked very nice off the hand. They're on
1: radio, Craig. They wouldn't have known. (laughs) There
0: is Hurst down the right wing now as they kick into the corner. Abrams back to Hurst. Tries to go across, but Beatty gets called out to the top of the key, then into the hands of Bev Lacqua. Lob over the top. Beatty comes down the paint. Duke is going to be called for the foul. She just slapped on the arm. Of Beatty there outhided, but who is now hided by Tracy Beatty? Right,
1: exactly. You now that was really good offense, and that's probably why Bevelac was being brought back onto the floor is to organise the um, Capitals' offensive sets against this zone. You know, it was just smart ball reversal, and then it was a great feed from Bevillack. Where into Beatty she just put the right amount of pressure on the pass to get it in there.
0: Well, she got the shot and also got the bonus, putting in moving to five points for the game. Thirty-five plays, twenty-three. Here with seven minutes left to go on the half. It is Lindsay now with the ball. Hurst watching her outside the arc. Then it's inside to Foley, who's down the left lane. She has backed into Abrams a couple of times. Eventually, foul's going to be called, I think, on Jess Foley, coming into Natalie Hurst, who was just boxing out.
1: Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, Natalie had good box-out position on Foley, and she tried to contest it and just caused some contact on the body, so... That's a
0: reasonable call. Adelaide is staying in this zone. As Beatty oh goes inside, Foley's going to be called for a second foul inside the minute as she reached in on Bevilac as she was trying to make the layup. So, uh, yep, second personal foul now for Jess Foley. That is a concern because they can't afford their guards to get into that sort of trouble knowing that they're one down on their rotation.
1: Well, that's right. And the other issue here is that there's seven minutes to go in the quarter and they're already on the third team foul <laughs> for the quarter. So, you know, they need to get a little bit smarter, but they certainly don't want to be putting the Capitals on the line.
0: As, uh, well, Bevilaqua she hits both of them. Her first points for the game, interestingly enough. So... Foley, bounce pass inside to Duke, who's backing up on oh, Beatty. Shot was put off by good work by Beatty that time. Abrams leaves the ball behind. Now she had to pick up the dribble. She couldn't <laughs> pick it up. She did well in the end because she dropped it on the back of her heel. Abrams then goes to Beatty, top of the key. Left side is Bevilacqua. Aqua. Over the top to Beatty. She could go for the J, but kicks out the hearse. Is all by herself. Fain There's another three point attempt. And Adelaide just are not defending outside the perimeter. That's right.
1: And they're really hurting. It's really hurting. And that's still 100%. Um, from the three-point line, I think. No, they were 75% at, at the quarter time. I and mean then 100% from the quarter.
0: Duke bring the ball, or got the ball down on the baseline. Tried to put the layup in. Couldn't convert it. And it was good work by Tracy Beattie there, who had Duke go after the rebound, not securing it over the baseline. Caps will get the ball back after we come out of this timeout. With 40, plays 23. Caps leading by 17. As they rebuild their lead that they had at the start of the quarter, and as you said, the the, the zone defense. Hasn't actually uh, outsmarted the capital here. It's actually given Tracy Beattie room to work
1: in. It has, and then that's a um, you know that's a, a good thing for the capitals because they have in the past when teams have thrown a, a zone at them struggled to adjust to that. But tonight they've done relatively well. I mean they're pretty efficient against the zone, and particularly you know when your perimeter game when you're shooting from the perimeter is um, as effective as it has been tonight. It certainly makes busting up a zone much easier. Look, I think they have to get Tracy Garn back on the floor She's Been sitting on the on the bench for a bit, and they're struggling out there, Adelaide. They need to. She was doing some good work both offensively and defensively, so I'd be surprised if she sits for very much longer.
0: And uh, we talk about uh, players who aren't renowned scorers, but last week Emily McInerney opened up with the first four points for Danielong last week. And also managed to hit a three as well, so... Uh, Career
1: stats. <laughs> well,
0: that's what we were saying at the time, and it just highlights the uh, importance of staying tight no matter who you're playing. It is the Caps. Beatty again in the paint. Can't make the shot. Lindsay kicks it down the wing to Ramford, who's come back into the game. Foley takes position on the left elbow, but it goes around the perimeter through the hands of Lindsay. Then to Woosnam. Woosnum fakes as Bishop is back out there for the Capitals. Woosnam gets into trouble there in the key... And uh, I'm not sure, a three-second three violation on Jess Foley.
1: Yeah, three-second violation. You don't often see them called anymore at this le- at this level. Oh, so I saw some... a
0: slew of them last week. Oh,
1: no, well, there you go. Yeah, that <laughs> uh, must
0: have been the one in the notice paper last week with three-second violations <laughs> right. in the key. Because... In the
1: communicator or referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. It's
1: uh, around the perimeter
0: again. Oh, Abrams gets an opening. She takes it. Her jump shot was left well short. It hit the net. But that's not the to only thing. inside
1: the arc. Yeah, that's <laughs> right
0: and doesn 't ruin a stature outside either <laughs> on the left side d ranford kicks it back to her uh- to Lindsay. Beverly Aquan goes for the steal on them All by herself, way up is good. Four points for the game for Natalie Hurst. And it's 42 place 23.
1: What a reversal of form. Who would have thought that the Capitals would be up by almost 20 points, you know, with five minutes to go in the, in the second quarter? Yeah. them. You know. How critical is Aaron Phillips to this group? The well, question you've got to ask.
0: Well, Chris Lucas said it's not a one man team or one girl team, even. It's uh, Ramford gets the kick out. From Woosnam, it rattles through the paint. Garn, who has been back out there, gets fouled by Bevelacqua on the rebound. Mm.
1: And, and it's true, they're not a one-person team, but it's, it's often hard for a team to adjust to losing such a critical player, and, and it takes them some time to recognise that, you know, it changes the way the game plays. That they actually have to step up a little bit, and they've all got a bit more responsibility. So, um, you know, it might just take a little bit of an adjustment for Adelaide.
0: Tracy Garn makes the first, and we remember a few years ago when uh, uh, Kristen Veal went down for the Capitals, and it required Kelly to move into that point guard position, and she was able to adjust for the Capitals. Well, they won the championship, but it still took them a long time to adjust. It did, indeed. As uh, Garn makes both, and uh, uh, Bishop puts up the shot. It was an air ball. Beattie couldn't go after it. Wisdom, and... Well, Bishop were going after the ball again after Beattie's shot couldn't drop and, in fact, it bounced outside of play, so it's an Adelaide ball from the baseline.
1: That's right, Adelaide really needs to get a score, you know, there's four minutes to go in this quarter, they're down by 17 points and they need to make some inroads into this lead.
0: Foley for three, she gets her own rebound there, does well to get it off the floor, Woosnam gets the pass kicked out at the top of the key, then it goes on the floor at the elbow, finds Foley, good baseline cut there to be able to reverse the layout.
1: Well, that's right. It was good uh, good cut action from Jess Foley and Wisdom was able to find her. So, you know, that's one positive that they've had. But, um, you know... I- the Capitals have really still got to stay tough and hang tough in this game, they've really got to continue to keep up their defensive intensity because that, I believe that's what the difference has been for them tonight is they really have come out and played some really physical intense defense, had solid rotations so of they've helped and they've got the rotations happen and out of that you get your transition game going and if you score in layups it becomes easy and, and you know your half-court game starts to come together so that's what they need to focus on. is to continue that defensive intensity, and the rest of the game will flow from there.
0: Turnovers here, with four minutes ten left to go in the uh, in the game in the half. It's uh, seven turnovers. Adelaide five to the Capitals. The uh, uh, just looking at some of the other stats. Twenty rebounds in total for the Caps to eighteen. So nothing there. Nine nine field goals to, from 29 shots for the Lightning, 15 from 32, so that's still fairly even. Uh,
1: the difference, though, if you look at the three-point shooting, is, is where the killer's... Seven from eight,
0: is. up against none from seven. seven.
1: That's right, you know, and that's really hurting them at the moment.
0: Timeout was called by the Capitals as... Hurst brings it in to Bevilacqua as we get restarted from the baseline. Bevilacqua brings it over from the half. Oh, gets around Ramford, drives into the paint, outlet to Abrams. Then it goes off to Bishop. Bishop was trying to get it to Hurst, but it's Lindsay who gets in the way. Oh, Bevilacqua's all through (laughs) her back that time. I don't know how there was no call on that. But there wasn't. Ramford has the ball over the right side now, gets it to Foley. Foley puts the ball on the floor, Abrams watching her, Has, can't go anywhere, so goes around the perimeter, through Lindsay, two woos them and a travel. So, just a bit too keen.
1: Oh, that's right, and that's really, you know, that's, that's a sign of a team that's not feeling like they're in the game, you know. These little travels happen, we had the three-second violation called earlier. It just shows that they're, not, they're feeling disrupted and disjointed in the way that their game's going.
0: Bevelak oh, just actually does a bit of a uh, lay-off pass to Bibby, who's come back into the game. Bibby then gives it back to Abrams. Ten seconds left on the shot clock. Bounce pass inside to Bishop. Bishop tries to turn around on Garn. Shot will count, and Garn's got a foul. And Chris Lucas is going, what about the travel? And I, I've got to say, it looked <laughs> like there was one there.
1: There possibly was. I wasn't watching her feet that closely. But, um, you know, it's good to see Abby... I- First just,
0: points for the game, for First
1: points for the game. And I was just sitting here thinking, actually, that she really, the start of the season really impressed me. She was gun, she was going hard, she was taking the ball to the basket. And she just doesn't seem to have played as much confidence the last couple of weeks.
0: Yes, uh, the second shot didn't fall, but Loftagen got the rebound, tried to put it up there, didn't come down. Loftagen and Bishop collided going for the second rebound, and it's over the baseline. Sam Woosden brings the ball down, Kelly Abram has been called for the contact, as I don't even, I think uh, Foley was just sort of kicking it back to Garn that time, I don't think that was a shot. But... She's going to the line. She's going to go to the line, that's right. Maybe it was the contact that turned it into a pass. That's
1: right. (laughs) Look, Jess Foley's starting to get much more active without the ball in her hands, which is good. So we've seen a couple of good flash cut actions in the last couple of plays down the floor. And that's what she's really good at. She's actually quite quick and explosive. And if she can uh, start getting herself active without the ball and and the other players can deliver it to her, she'll start to create some problems for the Capitals.
0: As Foley makes them both, and Foley moves now to nine points for the game. As it's a 15-point difference here at the AS Arena. 29, the Adelaide Lightning Trail, the Capitals 44. Bibby, right side, goes to Abram. Gets into the paint, almost lost the dribble there. Look away, bounce pass backwards to Lofthagen. It rolls around the ring and drops.
1: Yeah, and that's a sign of experience. That, um, Kelly Abrams was under a lot of pressure, but she maintained her poise and was able to find Lofthagen on the cut action.
0: As Foley now kicks it right side to Woosnam, it's Bishop watching her, Garn's being watched by Loft Hagen, Garn's being mauled by Loft now, it gets a bounce pass across to Foley, Foley misses the first, puts it back in and that is what she's learnt from the NCAA.
1: She's starting to come into the game, that's the last six points for Adelaide that I think have been scored by Foley, she's really starting to find her, her rhythm in this game.
0: Is indeed as Bishop is on the baseline, kicks it out to Bevillacquer on the forty-five right side, gives it to Bibby who drives in. She's got a foul on Woosnam there. Don't know what she Ramford
1: actually. I think that's Ramford cool. is yep. okay.
0: Ramford gets a first personal foul, but uh, it looked looked a bit tiggy that one.
1: Yeah, and look, those, there's some interesting matchups tonight. You know, you've got Bibby and Ranford playing against each other, former teammates, so they quite they know each other's games really well. Um, you know, when Cooper's on the floor, Cooper and Beattie know each other's games really well. So there's some um, interesting battles happening at different times on the floor this evening.
0: Bibby makes the first and looking now for the second. It looks short and it was. Didn't drop. Garn comes up with the rebound, brings it down the floor, down the left wing she goes, hand off is to Foley. Foley's calling for Lindsay to get into the game, but no, can't do so at the moment. Has to go back to Garn, who drives down left lane, kick out to Woosden for three. Rattles off the iron, but Bibby can't uh, control the rebound. Cooper's going to come back out for the last minute, 48. That is just to give her some confidence going into the second half.
1: Yeah, I would think so. And, and, you know, Norelle Lindsay's taking the seat now, and she's really a player that probably should be stepping it up a bit more in this. You
0: know. Inbound pass to Foley, shot hits the iron, Bishop slaps it away, not the percentage play that time by Abby, because it went back into the hands of the Lightning. Cooper puts up the jump shot in the paint, now Bishop comes down with it, kicks it off to Bevel Aqua, transition basketball, Bibby's got it for eternity to set up, and doesn't miss.
1: That's right, yeah. you know, it's just classic transition. Push the ball down the floor, find the open player, run in the lane and they just knock down the shot.
0: As Foley brings it back, left side, top of the key, then goes to Garn. Garn finds Woosnam through Ranford's hands on the left wing. Back to Ranford, back to Woosnam for three. Off the, well, off the backboard, not the iron. And Bibby will come up with it. Quick transition goes to Bishop and Bishop yeah. makes the layup. Four points for the game for Abby Bishop.
1: Look, the last couple of times down the floor, you know, the Adelaide are just reverting to the quick hit three-point shot. They haven't shot well there from there all night and that's what they're going to, It's just hurting them.
0: Yes, Ramford now on the left wing, goes back to Garn. Garn puts up the sky ball for Woosnam. Woosnam can't get it in. Bishop comes up with the rebound. Bishop had a big game last week against Dandenong too. She was very impressive. So it's interesting to see her quiet tonight because yeah. it was Tracy Beattie that couldn't get into the game last week. Abrams now, as they say, that Kelly Lange is going to try and get into the game for the last few seconds of the quarter. But foul called on the play as Bevilacqua was going hard at the baseline. Bevilacqua will go at the, uh, to the free throw line and D. Ramford will have her second personal foul. So that's the sixth team foul. Ramford and Foley to sit down, King and Lindsay to come back out.
1: Yes, that's interesting. I I think Foley is making some solid contributions. I I mean, you know, there's 25 seconds to go. I probably just want to give her a bit of a rest, I guess. But you'd have to think that she's really been... Her and Tracy Garn have been their leading lights tonight.
0: Bishop sits down for Lange as Villacqua makes the first. Lange gets the rebound on the second. And once again, Kylie just was back to the basket, didn't want to turn and shoot. Abrams running the clock down. There's one second difference on the shot clock to the game clock. Abrams is in the a circle as it's Coach Graff who calls the play. Abrams carries it down, tried to dump off to Lofthagen. Trapped his Woosom. Woosom finds Cooper, but Cooper didn't realize the time she had left. And it is halftime here at the AIS Arena. And the Capital 53 lead the AIS
1: 31.
0: Interesting half, Michelle. It
1: is, and who would have thought coming in tonight the Capitals would be up by 22 points at half time against the Adelaide Lightning. So, you know, well done, Canberra Capitals. They really have come out tonight and shown the, you know, the determination and the intensity that's required to actually be a top four contender in this uh, WNBL competition. So that's good. Adelaide, I think they are really missing Phillips. I just think that they, without her, they haven't had someone who's stepped up and taken on that sort of leadership role and, and uh, you know, rallied the group together and, and makes the critical plays when they need to be made. We've seen flashes of it from Foley but, you know, she's learning how to play in this league, so, so it's tough.
0: Well, look at the stats before we go to the break because we seem to never get to the stats after the break. <laughs> so, let's have a look, Kaz. Uh, at quarter time, 25 rebounds, plays 24. Very even off the glass tonight. Uh, looking at the big numbers there and it's interesting to see 7 for Donna Pagan and and then three apiece for a number of players, one including Tracy Beatty and one for, and three for Abby Bishop, along with, uh, Jess Bibby as I mentioned. Then points, well, 15 apiece for Bibby and Abrams, then it's five apiece for Loftagan, Beatty and Bevilacqua, four for Hurst, and four for Bishop.
1: Yeah, so this, you know you've got your two guards, basically in Vivian and, Bibi and Abrams, um leading the scoring, and that's largely due to the way that they've been shooting the ball from the three point line. Um, you know the, the, as a team, the capitals are sitting on uh, six from nine now that's an outstanding percentage from the three point line compared to Adelaide Lightning, who have gone zero from zero from nine from there. so um you know that's that's probably the most important stat out of that that I can see. That's where the real difference is lying at the moment.
0: And uh, as we look at the uh, Dandenong side, they are being led at the moment on the scoring by Jess Foley with 11 points. 10 to Tracy Garn. Then it's four apiece to King and Woosnam, who really, Woosnam got locked up in that second quarter after she looked like she was going to be a huge threat. Going on to Narelle Lindsay with two, it's... Yes, there's a spread there, but it's not the numbers that I am sure that coach Chris Lucas would like to see. Looking at the rebounding situation, Garm with six is the leading rebounder for the Adelaide Lightning. Foley with four. Now that's a concern because Woosnam and I would suggest uh, Duke have been playing as forwards. And they're the players you expect to be doing the box out work, not your point guard and shooting guard.
1: Well, that's right. So, you know, there's some concerns there for him. I think the other thing about, you know, the spread of scorers to the Adelaide Lightning, is you look at Narelle Lindsay, who's played considerable minutes in this first half and has only contributed two points on the board. So, you know, whereas you look at the capital stats, and there's been a lot more player rotation happening and they're getting some reasonable contribution out of everyone in terms of offensive threat. But um, for Adelaide, you know, they haven't had the same sort of rotations happen and they're not producing as they need to. I, I think that, you know, Adelaide will be doing some serious goal-searching in the change rooms at half-time. And I would be very surprised if they don't come out in the second half a much better um, unit and really try and make some inroads into this lead that the captains have established.
0: That is half-time here. 53, play 31. We'll take a break. and be back with more in just a few moments. Welcome back to Sport Radio's coverage of the Capitals versus Adelaide from the AIS Arena. As halftime comes towards the close, we have seen a, a interesting halftime event once again. As uh, I look across the uh, court, and I can see the uh, AIS holding signs up down there to uh, the um, I guess to the Capitals, but. Uh, I can't quite see what Ellie Manu's sign is saying. But uh, certainly Ellie manu has got a sign up there. We'll have to check that one out before the uh, game tomorrow night, which John Keogh will be calling for us on Sport Radio. And, uh, well, Michelle, first half has been all capital as uh, they take this 22-point uh, lead into the... Uh, well into the second half 53 31 at the AS arena
1: yeah look at and, and what a surprise i don't think anyone expects to be up by this sort of margin at half time so i would be very surprised if the adelaide quick lightning don't come out and really start to make some inroads or attempt to make some inroads into this um, league that Canberra's established, you know they've got another game tomorrow against the AIS and you know, all due respect to the AIS it'd be unlikely that they will knock off Adelaide, um, and so tonight they really just want to, you know, it's about a bit of pride, I think, for them, you know they're not a 22 point um, worst team than what the Capitals are on any of the night, so they'd be disappointed with their first half loss.
0: It is uh, leading scorers on the floor, Bibby and Abrams with 15 points apiece So, good start for the Capitals' two guards, and hopefully they can continue on for the Capitals tonight. As we wait for the two teams to uh, come back out onto the floor, it will be Woosnam, Garn, Lindsay, Foley and King. So, Lauren King getting a start this time. Now, from memory, Lauren King was up with Townsville last year and has uh, made the move back down to the... uh, Uh, to Adelaide after a successful stint in the IAS program. For the Capitals, it is Bishop, Bibby, Abrams, Loftagen and also... uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Bibby is going to... uh, Well, Bibby went up to carry the ball, to pass the ball in, but it's going to be Bibby who goes to the backcourt and gives it to kelly abrams abrams now drives the, down the left hand wing not close enough to score although she is within three-point range <laughs> in matter of fact at half court she still is it uh, goes left side to bevel tries to wrong foot Lindsay. two very experienced stages in the defense jobs wnbl not gets the ball in the in the paint travels before she can put up the shot and there is no score
1: that's right, just a bit of defensive pressure from Adelaide, double down on Loth Hogan in the post and she just uh, moved the old feet.
0: Uh, it's Lauren King, drops the ball onto Tally Bevilacqua's foot and they have reset the clock on that. I don't think she actually kicked at it but certainly it's back out over the side and it's been given were a personal foul too. So it is Bevilacqua's second personal foul. Inbound ball. Oh, Foley, three-point range, hits the back of the iron. Abrams goes in hard, bounces off Garn. Bishop's calling on the floor, trying to get to it, but Foley keeps the feet and kicks it into the corner for King for three, off the iron again. Bishop, this time, will steal it off Garn. Good to see Kim Whelan's back here. She's been a regular a spectator at the Capitals games throughout the season.
1: She has. Um, Kim's moved back here permanently with her husband, who's working at the Australian Sports Commission. So, good to see her back.
0: Loftagen in the paint. Gets through the traffic. She had to get past Garn, Lindsay and Woosdom then. And still managed to make the layup. And that gives Loftagen seven points for the game. 55 plays 31 as Woosdom now. She's about two steps back from the arc goes, bounce pass into Garn, Bevelacqua tries to steal on her, but Loftagen again with good defence forces the turnover as the shot was nowhere near, kick out to Bishop 18 foot jump shot, rattles off yeah. the iron and Woosnam comes up with it
1: yeah, again
0: th- just rushing the offence
1: Yeah, that's right, and I, I think you know, th- I think Bishop's just not feeling particularly confident out on the floor at the moment, but Adelaide still don't look like they've got any real rhythm. as a group out on the floor, and their shots that they're taking are probably not the ones they want to be getting.
0: As they work, Lindsay down the baseline, roll away, gives it to Foley. Beverlac was stills off her. Bishop comes, uh, sorry, Bibby comes in to try and steal it back off her as well, but ran out of time. Great defence by the Capitals.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know, a bit of defensive pressure, take them out of what they want to do and, uh, you know, force them to um, to take, you know, too long to get the shot off, which is exactly what you want to do.
0: one now brings it down the right-hand side, goes back to Bibby, who's got Foley watching her. Left side is Abrams, bounce pass over to Bishop. Bishop can't get it to drop again. Bibby is in the paint. She gets a long pass out to Abrams, who is already retreating for defence. She came back into the front court. And was able to get the ball back. Abrams now into Bishop. Bishop fakes the shot. Then goes outside to Bibby, who rolls away at the right elbow. Puts up the shot. Doesn't drop. Woosnum comes up with it. Bounce pass across the body in the backcourt to King. Then goes King into the front court, Down the right wing. Through the hand to Lindsay. onto to Woosom, Drives into the paint. Shot goes up. And it's been tapped away by Kelly Abrams over the baseline. And we have really seen some D here that has... Is- blocked up the scoring.
1: It has it's actually, it's, it's not pretty it's, to watch at the moment. It's is like it the Craig. Townsville
0: game two weeks ago. <laughs> it <laughs> is it it's, ugly
1: It is not pretty to watch at the moment
0: Garn gets the inbound pass thinks about the three, Loft puts her off then goes to King, He looks for the three, hits the iron and is into the hand for the capital. Bevelacqua gives it back to Bishop and Bishop will get the uh, scoring rolling here once again. Six minutes and 56 seconds. We've run up a lot of court time without having much point time. It's Garn driving down the left lane, laying on Loft Hagen. Loft being called for the foul.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what they need to try and go back to. When Garn was in the first quarter in particular, when she was um, isolating herself on a wing and just penetrating hard against our bigs, uh, you know she was creating scoring opportunities going to the foul line and, and you know just giving Adelaide some level of um, offensive punch if you like. so I think really that 's what they need to try and go back to because when, when that's what that 's what they was working for them when early in the game.
0: well Garn makes both, so it is thirty three plays fifty seven the caps still with a twenty four point lead they led by twenty two at the half. Around the perimeter, Bishop goes to Ackwood Now on left side is Loftagen. Inside to Bishop, puts up the three from the uh, sorry, puts up the shot from the free throw line. Doesn't uh, doesn't drop. Garn gets the rebound through the hands of Foley. Lindsay carries it into the front court. Goes back to Garn now. Garn has its ball bounced past the King. Goes back to Foley again. The three points won't drop, and it's Bishop. Kicks it on to Abrams immediately. Abrams pulls up at the left elbow, backs away. Goes then, oh, gives Bibby a job to get that ball. Bounce pass from Bibby, past the hand of Lauren King, inside to Bishop. Bishop goes outside to Abrams. Loft can't get the shooter's roll that time. Abrams puts up the shot, it hits the side of the iron, and nothing will drop for the Capitals at the moment. Woosom carries it back down.
1: No, that's right, the Capitals have seemed to have caught the Adelaide disease on the glass
0: yeah, the shooting percentage was good up to half-time. It's dropping rapidly here in the third term. 5.49, Woosdom starts from the left corner, drives to the left elbow, out there, pass for Lindsay, it's rattled off the iron, and that one looked like it was going in again. <laughs> Check for Glad Gladraps, Michael. Aqua takes on Woosdom, laps good, and that was nonchalant.
1: Yeah, look. If you look at the body language of Adelaide at the moment, they just look in despair. Don't they? They, I don't think they've made a shot from the three-point line still. So you know they're probably at zero for I'd say twelve or thirteen from three-point range. Um, offensively, the even the stuff that they're getting within the paint's not dropping for them, and uh, they just look like they, they're not sure where to turn to. You know, they need someone to turn and just grab this game by the scruff of the neck and take control. But uh, I don't think they've got a player there who can do that at this point in time. Yeah, they're,
0: they're searching for answers. Uh, I was about to say Monique Bowley was about to come into the game, but of course it's Bridget, not uh, Monique. And I have to make sure, I think it's Bowley, not Bowley, isn't it? It's Bally. Bowley. Bowley, yep. yeah. I've been in trouble for the wrong pronunciation of that before, but not from Bridget. <laughs> from <Monique. laughs> but, uh, amazing. Three players now from the Bowley family, all having played in the Adelaide Lightning Jumper. Yeah. And one of them even played in a fellows Guernsey.
1: Well, that's true. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> of course, this team last year called the Adelaide Fellas. This year,
1: they are
0: the Adelaide Lightning back to their normal oh. moniker as mm-hmm. the uh, the one-year sponsorship had came to an end. I thought it was actually a longer sponsorship, but the Fellas decided to pull out. It wasn't working oh, okay. for them, I don't think. Um, game underway. Bowley gives the inbound pass to Ramford. Now, Bowley, Monique and Ramford. I think, were at the AIS together, weren't they?
1: Yes, they were. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, her, so now, uh, Ramford playing with the younger sister of a former teammate. There's a combination. As Woosnam, gets the ball, drives inside, oh Beatty tried to reach him from behind, unfortunately she went hard at the rebound and it's over the baseline, it'll be Adelaide ball king to inbound it for the Lightning.
1: It's exactly what Sam Woosnam needed to do, she needed to put the ball on the floor and go out (laughs) Tracy, just couldn't finish it.
0: Ramford just a full hand push off on Bibby that time, no love lost between the two former Dandeon players. Woosnum now steps back outside the perimeter, then goes out around the arc. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Rampard oh, yeah. drives the left lane and has been called for a charge.
1: Yes, been called for an offensive foul. Cully Bevelacqua had good position there, obviously. and um...
0: Rampard looked a bit cumbersome in that drive too because mm-hmm. Bevilacqua the concrete had set yes. right? it, was, it was just like I'm going to put you on the floor I don't care
1: <laughs> nothing else is working here <laughs> yeah. we'll Try knock, knock you
0: down as Hurst comes into the game for Bibby and just and Dalgleish too so you can tell this 26 point advantage is something that Kerry Graff is happy with mm. As a uh, hearse down the left side goes back to Beatty. Beatty then to Dow Gleash. Dow goes to the baseline but puts up the jump shot and Dow makes it.
1: Not shy, straight into the game and no. looking for her own options. Take the see. open
0: look, that's the call. And uh, that has been Kerry Graff's call to the team right throughout the season. Take the open looks, but sometimes they're just rushing the <laughs> offense. Right. As a king getting a. Uh, Hassled by Bevilacqua, had to go to Lindsay. Bevilacqua had a huge smile on her face when she didn't let Lindsay King put up that shot that time. As Woosnam block shot by Beatty on the buzzer. 24 second shot clock expired, and uh, Caitlin Cunningham gets her first minutes for the game. 4:15 left to go in the third term, and uh, Caitlin's got the Nike uh, headband on. She's uh, quite happy. Goes immediately over to Meldau Dowgleish and says, "This doesn't happen often." As uh, Bevelacqua brings the ball down the floor, goes straight to Cunningham outside to Beatty. Goes to Hearst. Hearst now rolls out and goes back to Bevelacqua on the right 45. Screen is set by Beatty. Bevelacqua for three off the front of the iron. And Lindsay will just watch it go over the baseline, keeping Dale Gleesh away from the ball. And it will be an Adelaide ball from the baseline. Now Lucas knows that uh, he's got a game tomorrow night. Mm. Caps have sent out the second string. Does he shut up shop now and concentrate on the AS? Or is this game still here to this be won? This game's
1: still here to be won, you know. There's still, what, three and a half minutes to go in the, and one quarter as well. So it's not. Um not over
0: as yet. They need to start shooting threes yeah. as Beatty and Lindsay wrap up the ball. Caps have the arrow and it will be their ball from the baseline. No, it won't. Caps started the third quarter, so yeah, it is Adelaide ball from the baseline. You get there in the end. Lindsay now bounce pass inside going to Woosnam. Woosnam kick out to Ramford for three. Dalgleish couldn't get across in time, but it's just the night. They can't hit anything from three. Dalgleish gets the rebound. Hurst leaves the dribble behind. Has to go for a three herself when no one goes to her. Beattie gets the ball and puts it back in. The shot looked uh, a bit dodgy there for a the moment from that hearse, but Beattie turned it into a play. That's
1: right. That was just a poor block out by Adelaide then. Beattie just walked straight into the middle of the key and came up with the rebound.
0: Bowley bounced past to Lindsay, goes back to King around the perimeter, woos them, fakes a three, then takes on the defence. Manages to take on with Cunningham and Beattie and makes the play. It
1: was a nice finish from her. She just wove her way through there and established here goes Cunningham nice baseline move.
0: Beautiful work. That's what Caitlin Cunningham's able to do. And she needs to really uh, put a stamp on this 4 minutes to uh, get herself some more court time.
1: Absolutely. It's been she's played really limited time this season and so she'd be probably, you know, needing to get out here and build some confidence and show what she has.
0: Yes, there's, oh, Bailey now goes back on the baseline to Woosnam. Woosnam thinks about the three. She doesn't take the three. She goes up on Beattie, who couldn't get enough on it that time. And Woosnam goes to eight points for the game. Bevelacqua, quick transition, outlet to Doug Thought about the three. Goes to Cunningham on the left lane. Cunningham, not afraid to back into the paint. Didn't get the drop off the iron. And it's Woosnam, quick cut. A quick pass to Bowley. Bowley pulled up, though, when she had Bevilacqua in front of her. Has to go back to them now. 1 minute 56 on the clock here as we head to the three-quarter time break. Left side to King. King ball on the floor drives at the baseline. Bowley puts up the shot, hits the iron. King gets the rebound. Out there again to wooze them, wooze them. lets them. Cunningham put up this jump at her, and then the shot doesn't fall this time. Bevelac was wrapped up, but the jump ball will be to the cap's
1: advantage. Yeah, they actually called Bowley for a foul there. So. Really? Um yeah, it's interesting. I thought it was a jump. That's okay. Look, Adelaide are pulling the subs in. We've got um, the benches. Wall. We've got the number five, Cannon. I don't think Cannon, I know.
0: Yeah, Leah Cannon, first-year player for the Lightning. Um, Probably got the call-up when Erin normally isn't yes, travelling right, this season. Yeah. But I, I did, I, yeah, she did play last week in the home game where you have the extra two. Hurst, okay. Langey. Sinclair, Dowgleish, and Cunningham. Who gets the ball at the free throw line? She just saying Cunningham. Well, she'll be getting some big confidence because she has been down over the last few weeks just because of no court time.
1: That's right. And look, the Capitals are running their entire bench here, even yep. a starter on the floor.
0: Garn goes right side to Cannon. Foul called on Bowley.
1: Uh, sorry, no, Sink
0: No, it's on her.
1: Caitlin has been called. Yeah, body check the player on the flash cut action there. It was a little bit too obvious with it, so (laughs) and the referee saw that.
0: (laughs) Okay, inbound pass. Cannon looking to go in. Three second violation on the inbound pass. It's a five second violation on the inbound pass. So good defense there by the Capitals to not even let the ball come into play. Duke is going to step back up onto the floor as. well, she's smiling now, but when she gets across that white line, there'll be a different face on her, that's for sure. Oh, Sinclair just throws it into Garn, gets it back, bounce past to Lange, Lange gets Ranford to body up a wide drop, <laughs> and Garn will do the rebounding. I thought she might have drawn the foul there from Ranford when Ranford bodied into her, but Aurelia Cannon getting Hurst in front of her now. Hurst trying to uh, harass her. Cannon goes right side to Bowley. Nine seconds left on the shot clock. Bowley slips in the key. gets out, let to Foley. Cannon for three off the back of the iron. And that's just the way the Adelaide Lightning's night's going tonight.
1: Yeah, just not their night this evening. I think they'll just come away from this game, put it behind them. And
0: Caitlin Cunningham put the shot up, hit it too hard. And uh, it came back down to Garn. Cunningham having to... Slipped over, trying to go after it. It's Farley then. Garn unmarked. Cunningham couldn't get back in time. And she puts it in for another two points. Garn, leading scorer for Adelaide Lightning, 14 points. As uh, Peter Sinclair couldn't get the buzzer beater down in the paint. in time, the Capitals, 28-point leaders here at the final break. 67-39. to And, uh, well, Michelle, interesting... uh, Well, interesting run then, where the uh, second when the bench just took over the game, and they looked good out there.
1: They looked fine. They were competing strongly. There was nothing in it, really. You know, big question here for Chris Lucas is: I've got to back up tomorrow afternoon. It's, It's the AIS. You know, you're pretty confident that you'd be knocking the AIS over. But the thing that he does need to think about here is, you know. Erin Phillips is out of this group. Does he want to put his, a solid five on the floor and just get them to play together without, you know, a Phillips on the floor? Or does he just give his bench a bit of a run and a bit of an opportunity? And it's, you know, you can go either way. I think Adelaide has got, um, I'm not sure who they've got next week, but, you know, if they're going to be without, potentially without Phillips, they're saying that she's probably going to be back next week. You know, the question is, depending on who they're playing, would you be um, bringing her back early or would you continue to have her play? It's, it's you know, it's a Bit of a question there, but anyway. Um, looking at the stats, you know, the Capitals, a zero from 16 to three-point line for the Adelaide Lightning. I don't know the last time they would have shot, that team would have shot that sort of percentage from three-point range. That's a phenomenal stat. Look at the Capitals, they're down the thing from 11, which is still a pretty good percentage from the three-point range. Um, you know, the, if you look at the other stats over the 40s, the, the rebounding still is looking pretty even, and, uh, you know, you've got people out there who are just, you know, contributing uh, consistently for, for the capitals and there's nothing being produced by the Adelaide lightning
0: the kids are uh, blocking around now as the bubble of the Australia uh, bottles and other Christmas trinkets are getting tossed out as the capitals well turnover count that's amazing the capitals did not have a turnover in the third quarter absolutely unbelievable stat with uh, 12 turnovers for the Adelaide Lightning, not in the quarter, but for, for the game, but at half at half time, the turnover count was eight to six. Now, okay, they've had one. It's seven to twelve.
1: It's not surprising though. I, I really haven't seen anything out of the Adelaide Lightning that equates to what you call real defensive pressure in that in that quarter. So, you know, I, I think you know Adelaide is despondent, and that's not what they need to. You know, they need to be up and ready to play.
0: As Peter Sinclair. Tracy Beatty, Kylie Lange, uh Hurst, and Abrams step back out onto the floor for the Capitals. Langy gets the inbound pass in the front court. Then it goes to Hurst. It is Cannon, Garn, Duke, Ramford, and Foley. Dump over the top from Abrams goes to Beatty on the right lane. Beatty just goes outside, gives it to Hurst, who drives baseline, but Hurst puts the foot on the baseline, and that is out.
1: That's right, and, you know, that's, the Capitals then just didn't seem to have any rhythm offensively but I'm sure that won't continue for the rest of the quarter.
0: Yeah, it is interesting though, uh, Coach Graf just made a couple of changes to that lineup after they did so well in the last four minutes of the quarter.
1: Well, that's right, but you only, you know, you need to play your um, bench groups for four minutes, at, for small minutes at a time as a group and just put put them in with some of the experienced players so they get exposure to play with each other.
0: Well, it's uh, interesting. As one second left, Lange will steal the ball away as Adelaide oh. run out of time. And Lange made the steal, so I don't know if she gets credited with that steal or whether it just goes down as uh, a as, uh, shot clock the violation. Violation, yes. But Hurst brings it back down the floor. Left side is Abrams. Beatty is on the left lane. Outside to Lange, round the arc. Sinclair goes into the right corner, finds Hurst who pulls it back from there. Long pass over the top. Beattie just waits for Duke to go over the top and then puts it in.
1: Yeah, it was a nice pass from Natalie Hurst. She saw Beatty on the cut and just put the right amount of pressure floated up there and in those long arms come and... Uh,
0: Ed, nothing's going right. Garn just tried to hand off to them, who dropped it into a lap <laughs> and she had to go back and find it. Now I think Kelly Abrams is going to pick up her third personal foul. In the start of the final term here as she fouls Jess Foley. Lauren King's going to come in for Dee Ramford and Nerida Cooper is going to get some court time here as Donna Hagen comes in for Kelly Abrams. And uh, Coach Grass probably not upset giving uh, Abrams some bench time here because uh, she has been worried about her ankle.
1: Well, that's right. And, you know, the Capitals have got Sydney coming up next week. That's a tough game. They want players to be ready. Interesting group that she has on, though. She's gone big, you know. She's only got Hearst out there in a true guard role. And I assume Pete Sinclair will play the other guard spot. But she's got Los Hagen, Lange and Beattie on the floor as well. So mm. it's an unusual group to have on the floor.
0: Well, you might as well mix it up. Oh, Bowley makes the steal on Beatty's Pass to Sinclair. Bowley goes all the way and she doesn't miss the layup. She did miss one from two of the free throws just a few moments ago. <laughs> Hurst now will go right side. Hagen L- goes to Beattie, then off again to Hurst. Hurst is looking for uh, Langy and Cooper has just got two hands in the back of Lange. They're going to whistle on two hands each mm. and every time. That's you can amazing. get away with one. You can get away with a forearm. But
2: two hands
0: is gone. That's right. Uh, Langey didn't have the ball, so it will be inbound pass now. Loft Hagen gets it back in for Sinclair. Sinclair gets it to Langey. Hook shot from Langey is good. Yeah, it's uh, a nice little look
1: well, out
0: of Pete Sinclair. Yes, and uh, Langey gets her first points for the game. As uh, down the other end, Claire Stevenson has picked up a foul on Kylie Langey. Another double hand push. So Lange will get, uh, well, in the back of, uh, I think it was on Ned Cooper too. isn't there at a Cooper. Payback. So, inbound pass goes to Foley. Cooper now goes over to Duke. Duke drives down the left lane, shoots over the top of Beattie. It doesn't fall. Hurst comes up with a rebound and Hurst is off to the races. Cannon gets in front of her now. She pulls up on the right 45. Into the corner, Loft Hagen goes back to Lange. Lange pushes out. I think she got a double-handed dribble that time too.
1: I think they've called another foul in
0: there. No, no. On Duke. Duke. Duke looked down to see what number she was, just to check it was for her. That is a and What Me Moment. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs>
0: Rebecca Duke. Well, inbound pass to Beatty. She doesn't put up the shot. She hands it off to Sinclair. Duke now. I think three personal fouls. And the yeah. shot is good.
1: Yeah, Natalie Hurst, Hurst penetrated hard. The foul line just pulled up and knocked that one down.
0: To 73 plays 42, and the Capitals are having a night out tonight. As it's King from the top of the key. Still can't get him to drop from any sort of range outside of about, no, oh, I think about 12 feet was their range tonight. Left Hagen takes on King. She was Falling out of the court, so she tries to put it into Langey, but Foley got in the way, gets the turnover. Foley now goes left side to King. They're playing for Pride Adelaide at the moment as Duke, over the top, gets back to Foley. Foley thinks about the three, takes on Sinclair as she drives the left lane, tries to put up a shot. Cooper will put it back in for the Lightning. That is Cooper's first points of the game. First points against her old club.
1: She'll be feeling good about that one. Not yeah. much else to feel
0: good about tonight, I'm afraid, Adelaide. But... No, Narelle Lindsay comes in for Jess Foley. Caitlin Cunningham comes back in for Tracy Beatty, and uh, well, Caitlin, seven minutes to finish this game off. She can play the full seven without any foul trouble and everything, that will be great news for Mm -hmm. the Capitals. Duke gets in the way of the inbound pass to Langey and Loftagin will get to repeat it again. Loftagin goes to Langey outside the arc. Oh, Hurst thinks about the three, takes on Cannon on the dribble, then backs back out, goes again, she picks up the dribble again and King, I think King's been called for the foul or is it Lindsay?
1: I'm not sure It's no
0: five, so it's going to be called on Cannon. Cannon. Leah Cannon just reaching in. As Bibi comes in now for uh, Sinclair, so interesting, Coach Graf wants to really uh, accelerate the point scoring here towards the end of this game. Maybe she wants that hundred point game that has been eluding everyone in the lead well <laughs> Hurst hasn 't helped as I put the mocker on her at the first of the free throws. Right.
1: I think Coach Graff will just be happy to come away with the win tonight uh, a couple of losses in a row, so
0: Well, it makes a statement if you beat the uh, top of the table, Adelaide Lightning by. A goodly margin. 30 points is the difference at the moment. 74 plays 44. Lindsay now goes left side to Juke. He takes on former teammate in Caitlin Cunningham. Goes back to King. Puts up the shot for three. Bang! All it. Finally,
1: finally. Finally. There's six and a half minutes to go in the last quarter and they nail it for a three.
0: Yes. Lauren King goes to seven points for the ga- oh seven points for the game. If I can get my score sheet right, as Hurst off, she almost left the dribble behind at the front end. She's trying to flash cut towards the baseline from the right inside. Had to back away. Went back to Loft Hagan, top of the key. Then gives it back to Bibby. Bibby on the baseline. Mud Cunningham will put it back in. No, run out of time there as the Capitals just couldn't get one of those shots to touch the ring.
1: That's all they needed, just something to touch the ring. That unfortunately, not in that occasion. They had
0: three attempts in 24 <laughs> seconds, so it wasn't as if they didn't get a look. The uh, Adelaide Lightning goes from Cannon, from the left wing to the right wing, then hands off to Lauren King, goes then to Cooper, over the top uh Cannon gives it inside to Duke, Duke can't get the shot to land, Loftagen gets the rebound and Bibby's off to the races, Bibby just, oh work Duke and Lindsay, Lindsay though steals the ball away, Uh, Bibby's still not in the best of her form yet. Not oh. sure if she's carrying an injury there, but uh, we might have to ask her at the end of tonight. As Cooper has the ball on the three-point arc, goes high. Duke has to reach to catch the pass. Then Duke buys the three. <laughs> Bang! She finds her range. And that's a worry for the Capitals because they could get some confidence here. They're back to 24 points with five and a half minutes. Stranger things have happened in Defence Jobs WNBL.
1: Stranger things have happened, but it would be a very big ask. Not well, impossible. I tell you
0: what. Coach Graff is responding. <laughs> oh, block shot by Duke as uh, uh, Lindsay hits the floor. Uh, and uh, Cunningham puts up a shot, hits the side of the backboard. And it is down in the hands of Cannon, who brings it back down. Coach Graff is called off. She must be going for a timeout. Mm. So, right side is Lindsay. Lindsay drives baseline. Foul called on Bibby.
1: Yeah, Bibby just in her effort to try and get across and block off the um, penetration lane, she actually pushed Lindsay on that occasion.
0: So Cunningham, Bevelacqua, Bibby, Bishop, and Abrams will go out. Loftagan, Hurst, gonna take a break, and uh, Langy. So Bowley, Lindsay, Cannon, Cooper, and King are sitting down on the bench as Coach Lucas addresses them. A lot of the ferocity is out of coaches Luke's is coaching at the moment because the Capitals are leading by 24 points. Now, they had them almost to 30 points there, so Coach Craft would want to keep the, uh, the foot firmly placed on the net. Well, that's,
1: I mean, you know, like... Capital's just disorganised those last couple of minutes of that quarter. It's hard to stay, you know, up and intense when you've got a 30-point lead and they've really started to go through the motions. And so that's why she would inject a Kelly Abrams or a Tully bevel to get some intensity back, get some leadership back out on the floor and, and really, you know, just put the experience out there and say, hey, we do not stop playing, you know. There is four and a half minutes to go or whatever, four and a half minutes I think it is to go. You have to play this game out to completion. You can't allow any team to get back into this. And let's face it, you know, if the Capitals are struggling, if it's tied, tied on that top four at the end of the season, then percentage comes into play. Well, it's the win-loss stuff. You know, you've got to yep. get the split. But if you've got the split, then you need to, um, you know, look at the percentage stuff as well.
0: Well, they keep the series alive tonight. Inbound pass from Cannon to Bowley goes to Lindsay at the point. Then kicks it right side for Cooper. Cooper fakes the three on Bishop. Then goes cross court to Cannon. Inside to Bowley again. Caitlin Cunningham watching her. Shot doesn't fall and Bibby comes up with a rebound. Kicks it right side to Abrams. Abrams has King trying to strip the ball away from her. Goes to Bishop. Cooper lobs over the top. It was an ambitious pass from Bishop, who gets it to Bibby. Then back to Abrams. Abrams, with seven seconds left on the shot clock, moves into the paint, dumps off to Bishop. Bishop, long wains, three-point attempt, hits the iron. And no one there rebounding in offense. That's a concern. They've got to keep the foot on the throat. Absolutely. Cannon drives into the paint. Shot was not good. And after they finally hit, oh, Bishop... Has put the ball into the hands of Lauren King. Bowley drives baseline, has to back out. King gets it on the arc. Cooper fakes the three. Cunningham goes for her. Oh, and another one just laid onto the iron. They can't buy a vowel here or a basket.
1: Or a basket. No, that's right. I mean we are just got to keep persevering. That's all Capitals that do. just
0: losing focus here. Three minutes 41 to go and Lofthagen's going to go back out there for the Capitals in a moment. Bibby now just drove into the side of Cooper. Cooper's got the foul gone her. So.
1: Her second.
0: Yeah, it will be Cooper's second personal foul. Went on 15, <laughs> which is Nerida yeah. Cooper. Not sure when Cooper got her first personal foul. I think it was in third term. Inbound ball, going, backing into the paint is Bevilacqua. Kicks it out to Abrams. Abrams goes over the top, Loft Hagen. So Cunningham's the one that sits down. Abrams then drives into the paint as she gets the ball back off Bevilacqua. Inside it rattles around. I don't know how many times it hit the inside edges of the ring before it popped out.
1: It just wasn't going to drop that one. No. The Capitals have got the ball back and they'll try and work it again for another good opportunity.
0: Abrams to inbound the pass, goes to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua gets a good screen from Beatty. Beatty rolls off at the left-hand lane, then goes back to Bevilacqua, who drives down that left-hand lane. Beatty will put it in. Nice little jump shot from the low post.
1: That's right. I, mean, I think, you know, the Capitals have put a reasonable group. Basically, they're almost their starting group back out on the floor again. So... Uh, you know, they'll be wanting to finish this game off, put the Adelaide Lightning back
0: on the back foot. 2.52 left to go in the game as King goes across to Ramford. Ramford backs out the King for three. It's off the front of the iron. And again, a lot of flat shots from Adelaide mm. tonight. And uh, Well, a ring's a ring. There's no arc in it. You can't get away with those flat ones too often. Oh, it's Beattie again. Another jump shot from the low post. Loftagen has come up with a rebound as Cooper couldn't get it back. Cooper looked over the bench. He thought she was going to have... Uh, a uh perhaps a bit of a remonstration, Tom Mar style, I guess was uh, what she was expecting, <laughs> didn't come. As Abrams goes to Loft Hagen, fakes the three, then drives in a little bit closer on the baseline. Oh, Beatty got slapped across the head that time by King. No call on the plate. Beatty takes the name and number. She'll get back to her.
1: <laughs> That's right. It's an interesting... I haven't seen Loft Hagen take much from the perimeter before, so it was a bit of a new... We want to see,
0: see some more perimeter stuff. Yeah. Beatty now watching Cooper goes back to Bowley on the left-hand lane. And the blocking foul has been called against Abby Bishop.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's her third. Actually, one positive thing for Bishop tonight has been that she had a couple of quick fouls early but has really, um, for the remainder of the game, played some solid defence. Hasn't, hasn't
0: probably played the minutes either that we've seen from her. What no, 17 for three quarters. Three
1: quarters, yeah. yeah. Probably a little down on what she used to, yep. is, is used to saying.
0: But they're ta- making the most of it. Bowley gets the inbound pass on the right side. Bounce pass, low post to Cooper. Cooper backs away on Beatty, then drives baseline, Beatty is all over her, and Cooper will go to the line as Beatty picks up her first personal foul of this quarter, second of the game.
1: That's right, and Nerida Cooper did the right thing then, and we talked earlier in the game when we had Tracy Garn um, uh, and Sam Woosnam both looking to penetrate against uh, Tracy Beatty, put the ball on the floor and go hard, Nerida did exactly what she needed to then and threw the foul.
0: And makes the uh, makes the bonus. Only made, oh, sorry, made, made one, one from one. two. Yeah, so Cooper now moves to three points for the game. Beverlack were on the right-hand side, finds Beatty in the paint. Cooper watching her, and Beatty just puts it in. It wasn't the nicest of uh, uh, banked-in shots, but uh, it made it. It was
1: effective. The
0: ba- it banked in on the <laughs> way up, <didn't> it? <laughs> right,
1: it was unusual. Uh,
0: as Bowley has got Bishop on a fourth personal foul as the bench, including Kira Shields this time. Interesting Caitlin Cunning being left behind, but Kira Shields is <laughs> gonna get the minutes. I think that's yes, the yes. Only reason. the I Capitals have the bench for a minute thirty. If that's not Ooh. in your face, I don't know what is. That's right,
1: that's right. And it's good for Kira to get out there, you know. It's hard. Some of these kids train just as hard. Well, they obviously train as often and as hard as the uh, players who get all the court time, so it's a nice opportunity for her to actually be able to get out on the floor.
0: We talked about Bishop there. She picked up another two fouls (laughs) quick, didn't she? And and, uh, Bowley made one from two, uh, if I was watching the game correctly. 76 plays, 52, 24 points again, the lead for the Capitals. Sinclair drives into the paint, Shields, gives... Oh, is it? So, leash! three from the left-hand side.
1: She's not shy, is she? Yeah. I think she's on the court again for another two seconds. And Who she's... was her father again? <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. Cannon brings the ball back, and it's interesting, Cannon having the ball when a uh, daughter of a Cannon <laughs> is the one that just nailed the three. It's Bowley, puts up the shot from the low post left side, and it will be Cannon... Oh, sorry, is that Bowley or Cannon that Bowley. hit that? It was Bowley, sorry. Bowley moves to three points for the game. Shields are again around the perimeter, gives it to Hurst. Hurst, the general at the moment. In the number seven, wasn't that Smythe's number?
1: Uh, I can't remember. No, that was actually <laughs> her dad's number. Oh, it was her
0: dad's <laughs> number, okay. As uh, puts up another shot, this time it's blocked away oh. by Nerida Cooper. And Gleish will inbound it from the baseline. 40 seconds left to go in the oh. game here. It's Hurst getting the boom-bound ball. She takes on the defence. Couldn't get it to bank in. Langey, she'll put it back up. Doesn't drop. And Shields tries to wrap up Cooper. Cooper gets away. Gives it off to Duke, who's got Sinclair going after Bowley, And Bowley couldn't trap it, so it's over the baseline. And it will be a Caps ball. 26 seconds left to go in the game. 81 plays 54.
1: I suppose that Shields is the only player who hasn't hit the score sheet for the Capitals, so are they going to go to her, Craig? Well,
0: Sinclair has. think
1: Sinc-
0: oh. well, maybe Sinclair has. She puts up a shot now, can't pull it back in. Nine seconds left. Five on the shot clock. Down, Gleesh again for three. Didn't hit. And Rampard comes away with it. It's... Time to go, Shoot to the pair. I'm a dozen does It doesn't but it count but a drop.
1: <laughs> yeah, she did knock that one down. I was looking to get buzzer beater. So Well, who would have thought it? No, I'm I'm very surprised at the Capitals you know I expected Adelaide to struggle without Phillips in their lineup, but I wouldn't have thought it would be essentially a 26 point game, 27 point game. So that's that's um. A big bit of a shocker to me. I mean, and, and the biggest stat for me out of this game is two from 19 from the three-point range for the Adelaide Quick Lightning. You're never going to compete uh, to shoot that sort of percentage, and they really just, you know, lost the momentum out of that. The um. You know, the Capitals will be very pleased with that outing, and I think they, you know, they won that game in the first quarter purely through some really good, solid defensive intensity and teamwork, which, you know, got them going in their transition game, and everything seemed to flow from there. So that was great to see. Sam Wooseman
0: now talking with Chris Lucas about the performance tonight as they back up tomorrow. On Sport Radio, you'll hear all the action as John Keogh and Simon Peters call the AIS versus the Adelaide Lightning. I'm assuming Simon's doing the job. Are you backing up as well?
1: I think Simon will be calling tomorrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, And, well, looking at some of the other stats now, turnovers, the caps for the game with 11... 14 for the Adelaide Lightning. So that's even. Shot 68 for Adelaide. 74 for the Capitals. 76 for the Capitals as the refreshes. I was 20 seconds away from the end of the game there. So they had two more shot attempts. 32 shots from 76. 7 from 14 from the three-point arc. But uh, an impressive display by the Capitals tonight.
1: It was, you know, and good effort from, um, you know, Bibby and Abrams who started out really suddenly. I think Tracy Beattie had a, a consistent game. Um, Lock Hagan was in there amongst us. So, you know, solid contributions from all around the floor and a good opportunity to give the bench players a bit of a go, which is good to see. I think Adelaide will be asking some serious questions tonight. They play the AAS tomorrow at the um, training hall as you've spoken about and they really need to come out tomorrow and, and you know, regroup I think and, and get on with the job. You know, they're the leading the ladder. And I assume they still will be after this this weekend. I think, you know, Sydney have got Perth so um you'll assume that Sydney will get a win there as well. So, you know, um yeah Adelaide have got asked some hard questions I think.
0: Well, it will be interesting. We'll hear from the coaches and players and then wrap things up here on sportradio.com.au.